Hey, what's going on, Clipper Nation? It's me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am positive Chuck Mockler. We are Locked On Clippers. We're part of the Locked On NBA Network. Hell yeah. Coming at you three days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and today we got a heck of a show lined up for you. We're going to be kicking things off with some of the weirder regulations to come out of the plan to restart the NBA. Yeah, a bit of a riff session, honestly. Like, <clears throat> it's just insane what's going on. Yeah, uh, I have yet to delve into the entire 110-page document. Um, Andrew Greif and uh, Wykey did, thankfully. Thankfully, so yes. Shout out to those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Way to put in the the hard work there. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that, and then we've got to talk a little bit more about uh, the recent uh, Kyrie kind of... Yeah, and Avery Bradley points made. and Totally. It totally. relates to the Clippers especially, I think. 100%. Um, so... There's also some kind of troubling news about the happening new stadium. As we um, record this. Yeah, happening at a Inglewood uh, City Council meeting as we speak. Uh, so we're going to delve into that. Um, yeah. And then in shavings, we're going to talk a little bit about um, just a bunch of just a bunch of stuff. Hopefully we end on a positive note. I think we'll be We'll see what happens. Uh, anyways, all that and more coming up right about now. Got to give a shout out to Rock Auto as well. Love it. Love rocking that Rockauto.com. Buy quality auto parts. Buy real auto parts. You need it for your car. Helps it run. Uh, helps everybody. Um, so, yeah, we're talking wacky regulations the Clippers have to deal with. Yeah. Um, I will say one uh, one positive that's, that I, one of, I guess, one of the few, if I'm being totally honest, um, <laughs> of the positives that's kind of come out of the details the NBA has released is that uh, players can attend protests. Yes. Given everything, uh, Andrew Greif said the NBA's protocols state that teams uh, are to invite the individuals who want to take part in protests to consult with a team physician about best practices uh at avoiding COVID-19 while doing so this seems like a no-brainer absolutely like this was I mean they would have done it without the leagues like I like that they're not they're not saying they're like outright giving them permission because you know what happened yeah because that, that's the thing yeah. it's not that that's not their right exactly it's not their right to grant to these players violate. permission yeah <laughs> for this right. yeah. uh so I I think that this is one of those things that it's a nice gesture but it's like what do you I mean like it's a necessity for sure um this also got dropped last night which is something we kind of need to talk about uh yeah. the NBA said the occurrence of a small or otherwise expected number of COVID-19 cases will not require a decision to suspend or cancel the resumption of the 2019-2020 season what's the expected number they have one very obviously I think Right? I think, I mean, I, I, I think that it, I don't know if they have an exact number, but I would say that you're looking at a percentage. Um, and if you're keeping that percentage low, you know, below sub 2%, I yeah. feel like, I, I mean, here's the thing, right? Uh, financially, it makes the most sense for them to restart the season. Um, I, as a fan, want to see more basketball. I, as a person, know that this is saying that capitalism is more important than these people's safety. Uh so yeah, I don't know. This this was always going to be the risk, right? Yeah, to think that no one was going to get it. <laughs> I mean, right? Crazy for like, sure. Um, the bubble is, you know, the safest of the ideas that has been proposed. Yeah, and we talked about with Miriam. It's like someone has to try. Like some league has to try it. And so far, the NBA and the MLS, low key maybe, have the best attempt at it in theory. Yes. Yeah. But it's still very much in theory, which is what I think I get caught up in. That's the thing. Um, There's a lot of stuff to happen. And this is a bit of a, I don't know, the way this is worded, I was like, dude, the otherwise expected, as a player, would like, 
Like if I was going back to work into the office and they were like, look, some of y'all are going to get corona. <laughs> we expect that. Yeah. But welcome back. <laughs> It'd be hard to deal with. No, it's very hard to deal with. And I guess the other downside is, is uh, I mean, if somebody does end up getting it. Someone with, will, expectedly. Be, being within this small bubble, even with temperature st- uh, checks and stuff like that, I mean, isn't this thing going to spread very quickly? All right, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little you're getting a little. This. You're getting a little quarantine haul. Let's get I, into the fun I, stuff. Let, let's move on let's to some more fun, fun stuff. stuff. Can we start off, though, with the rings that you can wear? Players yeah, what, can choose. What the hell is that? Players dude? can choose to wear the rings that monitor your temperature and heartbeat, and will alert you. What about an Apple Watch? And will alert you if you're standing within six feet with of another person wearing the ring for more than five seconds. <laughs> it's optional, though. No one is gonna wear this ring, right? What does it look like? It truly matters. It's a pinky ring. <laughs> I'm in. It's a large pinky <laughs> ring. No, the ring thing is like, I'm 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 appalled. Childish. I'm appalled that this is even on the table. Also, like, you think an NBA player doesn't know how far six feet away from him is? <laughs> it's less than one of his body legs. <laughs> he knows how close six feet is. It's called a proximity alarm. <laughs> this is like the NBA is getting into like such a. I mean, they have to is the other thing. It's like someone wanted this. There's a player that voiced this. Totally. This is absolutely a, something that was probably voiced or by staff, because like there's are you know there's average coaches who are older and like, what player brought this up? <laughs> you think? I don't know, man. I don't even want to talk about other players. The hate Kyrie is getting right now. Is, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, ugh. we'll delve into that in the next segment. Oh, but yeah. let's talk some more. Is are there, what are some more upbeat sort of no things more coming doubles out of this? ping pong. Huge bummer. Until directed otherwise by the NBA. So look out for that memo. Look out for the uh, from the desk of the NBA in regards to doubles ping pong. Redoubles ping pong. Our, it's on. Yeah, just a fist, just the Sean William Scott fist bump gift from old school. Uh, players should play singles only so that they can maintain six feet of distance from each other. Who's the most bummed out about not being able to play in a doubles tournament on the Clippers? I could see Lou and Trez crushing at ping pong. See, I think it's Lou and Rodney Magruder. Oh, I like it. Lou and McGrew. And they I like it. Sick I also bet Paul George is a killer at ping pong. Like he has those like he has yeah. those like smooth kind of serves that are unhittable. And it's like, <laughs> why are you doing this to me, man? Don't put spin on it. I mean, you know, I wish I could play doubles. Uh, no headsets allowed when they're in the 2K gaming lounge. Trez has to be pissed about this. Right? Is that what it's called? No, I just. Oh, I was like, are you are you serious? I was two, about to lose my it's mind. It's actually called the 2K Taco Bell Nacho Cheese. <laughs> I was going to throw my computer. Um, are there, So there's also like the Tattletale hotline that like players can call. Which I wish we had this news yesterday when we had the, the fabulous Miriam Swanson oh, yeah. on the show. The video games are going to be the biggest Tattle hotline location. Probably. Or ping pong, because people might play doubles. Think if they play triples. <laughs> Lou Williams, however, had threes some, would be the funniest ping pong to play. With NBA players, <laughs> where it's like, what are you even? Lou has some thoughts, though, that I think echo a lot of people's thoughts. Definitely, definitely. He said, so on court, no rules. Regarding Corona. Of course. Yeah, no, yeah, Lou's not trying to close on people. He goes, so on court, no rules. Off court, stay six feet away. 
Inside Bubble? Am I reading that right? This is a fair. This is fair. Yeah, yeah. It's a. I mean, it's a bizarre distinction, and I don't know. I guess that's the larger question for me: is is some of this the illusion of safety? But anyways, that's a whole another bigger topic. I like that Lou Lou's outspokenness about all of this. Both issues. Not surprised. You just love to see it. You do love to see it. Yeah. So that voice in his mind. It's one of the chillest guys ever. It's a perfect vet. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, doubles ping pong, I do. Kawhi and PG would have just run that whole place. I would not want to play Kawhi in ping pong, for sure. I actually would, because I don't think he can hold the handle right. He has to yeah. hold it like a pencil. Interesting. He probably has some weird grip where he uses like the pinky and the thumb, and you're like, what? <laughs> what about a handball, though? Dude, the spin that Kawhi could put on a handball court, like... It'd be, it'd be incredible. <laughs> you know what? The only time I want sports science is to put Kawhi on a handball and ping pong. That'd be a good time. Um, let us know what you think of these restrictions. Uh, in Orlando, I, I don't know, man. They got a lot of shit to figure out. Uh, and apparently only, as we're recording, the seven days for players to let people know if they're going or not. Yeah. Um, yep. Coming up after this, we're going to be talking... Um, a bit. I mean, the Clippers, there's a chance that there could be an imminent domain situation with the new Clippers stadium. This is just kind of the first we're hearing of it. We're just letting everyone know. Um, and how that relates to the, you know, voiced opinions of, we're going to just call it the AB and Kyrie call. We know mm -hmm. there's a lot more other players. That helps. Um, but first. Folks, if you're looking for car parts, you got to go to rockauto.com. Smooth. Look, they're a family business, and they have been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Do you know many websites that have that have held up for 20 years? I can name them, but they are not safe for work. <laughs> Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to ECMs. tail lamps. You're talking yes, ECMs? I am talking okay. e ECMs. They also have motor oil and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic... Or a daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers, which is important right. for me because I'm often ping-ponging between both scenarios yeah why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com okay so welcome to I guess the somber the call? segment a bit. Yeah, like the call. Um, the first segment got a little somber too. We're, we're sorry, folks. That was mostly you, if I'm being totally honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was an interesting note from the AB and Kyrie call, which makes total sense. Uh, they want team owners to take a larger role in instigating tangible change in their communities, not waiting for the players to solve it all for them. Makes absolute total sense. And the tweet that this was uh, attached to... It was also listed how much the owners are worth and who the most valuable owners are. Steve Ballmer is obviously number one. He is at around $51.5 billion. Hey. My heart just skipped. That's not a real number. Here's the other thing. The combined worths of numbers two through nine of the most 
valuable owners in the NBA, just over $52 uh, billion. So two through nine combined, they got Balmer. <laughs> two through eight, no, th- <laughs> no thanks, losers. Um, so the Clippers have already kind of <clears throat> been doing this with the arrival of Paul George and Kawhi. There's in a lot the, more community outreach. In the community outreach. In the community outreach. Is for I mean. sure. Yes. Um, Definitely. I mean, you don't – I'm not as tuned in to other teams, so uh, – but you don't, I guess, maybe hear about it as much. Yes. Fair. We are very much plugging the Clippers. Um, where do we see the efforts going after this? It can only be more. From the organization? Yes. Oh, it, I mean, it absolutely has to increase. I think that has been a nice thing. Uh, at least Bomber has been saying that, you know, this is time for especially people in his position, which he acknowledges, uh, to be vocal and to try to uh, instigate some sort of change or use the unreal amount of money that they have to affect the world the in a positive way. Money, I would say. It's not even a real amount. $51 billion in my brain is the same as $5.1 million. Oh, it's an amount of money that I hundred percent never. Seen. It doesn't exist. You couldn't go to any bank and say, "Give me fifty billion dollars." Look, I've been binging King of the Hill. And there's an episode where Bill Dotree writes a check to Dale Gribble for a hundred thousand dollars, and he goes to try and cash it. Guess what? It doesn't work. <laughs> um, but so we're also this goes into as we're recording this at seven p.m. This is honestly kind of hard because we found this out like. 40 minutes before we started doing this episode yeah yeah um, this was a this was a chuck find this, this is a deep dig this one hurt uh there's a special planning i found this from the blog two urban girls shout out to two urban girls uh go look at their blog for all this information they're posting things as we're doing this episode it's amazing um 7 p.m uh there was a special planning commission meeting happening in inglewood to approve zoning changes to accommodate the new clippers arena residents uh, this is from the blog. Are upset this is happening during a pandemic. Hey, honestly, totally fair. And one of the biggest changes that makes me sick to my stomach is removing the commercial zoning and changing it to industrial, which would allow the city to eminent domain many of the existing businesses defined in the project site. The history of eminent domain uh, is abhorrent and Sad. Firmly rooted in yeah. uprooting minority populations. It has no other historical use. Of course. The last time it was used in Los Angeles was with Dodger Stadium. And if you know anything about that, it was horrible. And really negatively affected the community and is just an, an image of everything that is wrong. And I, with someone who has $52 billion getting the government to give them land to make a stadium. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I mean, like, it's like you said before the podcast, yes, this will be privately funded, but that's bare minimum. Yeah, you're that's, worth 52 billion, dude. That's bare minimum care. for an arena. Right. Yes, it should be privately funded. No, no. So if you wrote a check for the, what's it going to cost? I don't know. $4 billion? <laughs> Down to 48 or whatever? Ah, oh, you son <laughs> of a bitch. I like how little we know about large sums of yeah, money. It's like, how much does it cost? $5 like, million? Can you get insurance for writing a check that much? Like... <laughs> No, it's just like this is just what it what eminent domain. Yeah, I don't is, like this at all. It, it it sets such a weird precedent uh, for the team. I mean, like we have a we if, have if situations are that desperate, lights. why aren't they just tearing down the forum and building it there? 
They can't change the design or something? I I guess they can't. This is there so there was a list also of community benefits proposal um from the Clippers to Inglewood residents. Okay. Which is creation of local jobs and workforce equity, commitments to affordable housing and renter support, rehab of Morningside Park Library and creation of community center, support for Inglewood youth and education, support for Inglewood seniors, support for Inglewood parks, community engagement and collaboration. So without knowing the details, I mean, I think that all sounds great, but like what is the details? Yes, this is all, <laughs> the meeting is happening as we're recording. This. Yeah, So totally. we're kind of giving you guys the live um, tweets, but it's just like, why once again just why now it, it's just like dude i mean and from a team i'm speaking purely from an optic standpoint with what yeah. i'm about to say 100 percent. it's june 17th we're yeah. two days away from the celebration of juneteenth we are in the midst of in my lifetime i think everyone who's probably around my age 30 or so it's the most it's the most intense heavy public unrest voice for support yeah. in a good way that oh, yeah. I have truly ever seen in my It's the largest life. like yeah public upheaval in, of my life in, in a very positive racial way. injustice. Yeah. And the Clippers might use eminent domain. Yeah. It I'm it's it's just like well, and there's also some kind of fishy stuff going on with this city council meeting. Apparently, they've been posting links that don't work. People can't really comment on anything. Um, so, yeah, I don't know about all that. Seems seems like it could be real bad. Pretty Honestly, this is a nightmare for the Clippers PR. And this, How is it so little <clears throat> reported? How do I, someone who reads a bunch of Clippers news, and Justin Russo, also the same. We had no idea this was happening until... yeah we found this blog post right like well because this, this isn't the kind of stories that go through the nba hype machine exactly you're doing this shit during a pandemic too like yeah so so no one can a- a- attend this meeting um and, and it is not even just because of covid it is closed to the public yes adamant just specifically closed to the public um so yeah i i, I don't know this this would be such a misstep to me. It'd be like, I don't know, it'd be like 10 steps backward for like the two steps forward we took this year. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, if this is, and maybe it's because I saw the graphic of his, of Balmer's wealth, and then I saw this, but it's just like, come on, man. The Clippers need the government to give them land to get the stadium. Yeah. And we're going to take it away from other businesses other businesses in the community hope so i mean we'll see what happens doesn't leave me with a great feeling though no honestly doesn't shout out to two urban girls too go to two urban girls go read their blog it's very informative it's the only place that i saw anywhere talking about this yeah it's great los angeles focused awesome absolutely worth something um I'm going to say let us know what you think about the Clippers to do, possibly inquiring about. Because we're not saying they're doing it. But we're, you know, it's the meeting happening right now. I'm hitting them with the, I yield my time. Yeah, suck my ass. Fuck you. Um, let us know what you think about the Clippers um, possibly using eminent domain. Someone asked, 
why it would be a bad thing on my Twitter feed. I will get to that in a second. It just, it's, ugh, it's just don't, don't think about it. Um, coming up after this, we're going to be talking shavings. we got some upbeat things. We're recording this on your coffee's birthday. Hey, uh, hope you had a nice cup. Um, but first, uh, we got to talk a little bit about, so the Locked On Podcast Network is doing great things right now. They clearly, they obviously uh, stand against race, racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is going to be matching these contributions that we're making uh, up to an additional $10,000. I'm going to do my best to get that close. Totally. Yeah, I mean... You got 10K on hand. Uh, so to make your donation along with us, please visit LockdownPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. We also got to reach out to Bill Bar. I've been munching on these things uh, to sustain myself during quarantine. Bill Bars are tasty, which is one of my favorite parts about them. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They got 16 flavors. Oh, eight that's nut, a lot of flavors. Eight no nut. So for those of you who uh, can't enjoy nuts, you can go ahead and enjoy the nut-free ones. Uh, they're great for the health-conscious person. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, all the low lows and the high highs that you want. <laughs> My favorite is the peanut butter brownie. 20 grams of protein, buck 70 in calories, not too bad. Three grams of sugar, which I like because sugar just makes me crazy. Also, three grams of net carbs. The person who just drove the motorcycle behind me is munching on one right now. If you would like to get in on Built Bar, go to BuiltBar.com straight to their website. Use promo code Locked On and you'll get ten dollars off your first order. One more time, promo code Locked On for ten dollars off your first order at BuiltBar.com. Okay, so here we are in shavings. Yeah. Sorry, this has been a little bit of a heavy it's a episode. Goofy episode. It's a goofy ass time. It's a very strange time. Uh, the Kings announced that June nineteenth, aka Juneteenth, the day recognizes when slavery, quote unquote, ended in the United States, will be a company holiday. That's got to be – Clippers got to extend that. A bunch of companies are saying it's a national holiday now. They're trying to scramble for not having done it since uh, it was a thing. So I guess, you know, better late than never, you idiots. Um, Clippers got to be next, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would hope so, given the imminent domain issues that we're now uh, possibly battling. Uh, but on a lighter note, it's Amir Coffee's birthday when we're recording this. That's great. If Carl Tart was here, he would say, don't talk to me until I've had my birthday coffee. Happy <laughs> birthday, big dog. Happy birthday. Wow. What does the most energetic man do on his on his birthday? I think he recharges. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just, I think he sits in the sun and he just does really slow Tai Chi and just waits to get on a basketball court again. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a fantastic piece written by Andrew Greif about Amir being a native Minnesotan during the time, during this time in American history. Suggest you all go read that and subscribe to the LA Times. I hope Amir makes it to Orlando. Amir's the perfect guy to put in maybe late in those first three games when everyone's kind of tired to just be like, deal with this guy now, opposition defense. Definitely. Like, he's a guy I would want on the bench too. Yeah. Just hanging out. Even if, yeah, even if he's just hanging out. Good vibes. Good vibes. Fat knots. Um, He's so energetic in the passing lanes, too. I think he's one of those guys where we're going to see some weird unsung heroes during this eight-game season, if it happens, uh, before the playoffs start. Like there's oh, gonna be, there's, I, I think it's fully happening. There's going to be some two-way guys who it's like, damn, dude. Like, Say that, say we're only a half game up on the Nuggets mm-hmm. or something like that. I think we're playing, what, the fifth game? 
Something like that. Yeah, I don't have the schedule right in front of me. A little too late than I think we all kind of want. But like, this is the perfect scene. Oh, oh, Amir Coffey came in. He only played nine minutes, but he got that steal. He just, you know what I mean? Like, Amir Coffey is a guy who can jumpstart something. Mm -hmm. And I think in a scenario like the NBA is about to be in, guys who can jumpstart things are going to be even more valuable. Definitely. For catching vibes. Because there's no crowd. Definitely. So like, I think... I think we could. There could be a coffee moment, where it's like a pivotal thing that you know what I mean. Like maybe only like Lakers fan or Clippers fans who like know about Ingram Coffee. You know, <laughs> like, you know a guy I wish we had during these during at least the eight games of the regular season. Hmm. DWJ. Yeah, DWJ. Shout out to DWJ. Derek Walton Jr. would be an incredible to have as an asset if you're trying to like work guys into shape yeah and maybe they're not holding as much of a, a minutes load as they normally would um obviously it's been so long uh and you need you need some energy yeah uh, guys are gonna be tired dude yeah lamar jackson of all people i think in terms of like guys maybe taking time off lamar jackson tweeted out like conditioning test beat my ass today or something like that Quarterback for the Ravens. The best athlete. Like, one of the best athletes. Like, damn, this conditioning just beat my ass. The guys are going to be tired. And he's been working out earlier than, I'm sure, other NFL players because he's been in Florida. Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) But guys are going to be tired. Yeah, for sure. Motley's another guy where I'm like, dude, energy guy. Like, why not take him? A couple of Motley minutes would be great. I mean, it's 17-man roster, so. Yeah, screw it. Those first three games are a wash. For the Clippers specifically, yeah, yeah. Both the Eastern Conference, both the Nets games, like who cares? Yeah, I honestly think they might glean more from the scrimmages or from the preseason games because we play all the top seeds. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And the the Lakers, the last time we played them, were in playoff mode. Vogel was using playoff rotations. Yes, like for sure. There's a good article on Clipper Holics actually about how look Doc is gonna have to probably show his hand early in terms of playoff stuff. He's been hiding it. He hit it in that Lakers game. Yeah, to what degree though? I guess after the absence, I'm not like the the hiatus. I'm not really sure what degree. That's a good point. I think he's got something. I don't know. What do you think Doc's been doing during the? We haven't even talked about that. What's Doc been doing? Stomping grapes. Uh, Other than doing a bunch of sweet guest speaking and educating people as to what's happening in the United States. Yeah, definitely. I hope he's been enjoying some some fine wine. I hope he's enjoying fine wine and some, like, chill. He's probably also been, dude, I bet he's been, like, dissecting the whole season. I bet he's been watching more footage than he's ever gotten to watch of a single season before. I don't even want to think about the hours he has. (laughs) He's just, like, I'm assuming, I'm, like, I'm thinking of the cliche scene in the detective movie where, like, there's red yarn connecting all these different things. And he's, like, wearing the same shirt that he's worn for the past week. And he's, like... Just scratching his head. I'm so close. Real Serpico vibe over there at the Rivers household. No, they, I mean, they, they, uh, yeah, I hope, I hope Doc's doing well. I just hope it's been a, pardon my French, it's been a fucking absurd week. It's been an absurd week. In every sense of the word. It's even recording, even up until we record this episode. It's been an absurd year. And I would like, this is just, I just want to thank everybody who's still rocking with this podcast because yeah. it's been a wild year. And thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us.
I think Will and I, even if we had no listeners, would still be just doing episodes. So it makes I don't know what else to do. (laughs) We really appreciate you guys listening with us. Uh, Again, one more time, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter to make your donation along with us. Also, as this episode ends, we updated you guys on last episode about signing the Change.org petition. Today it was announced that both the FBI Civil Rights Division and the California Attorney General's Office will review the L.A. County Sheriff's Department investigation into the unfortunate and mysterious death of Robert Fuller in Palmdale. Here's to some justice in Palmdale. Yes. Here's to... Here's to... Here's, you know... Two Urban Girls also had a great article about this where they talked about kind of the history of some sort of racially motivated things in the Palmdale area. Uh... Go ahead and check that out, too. Again, shout out to Urban Girls. Fantastic publication. Uh, Friday's episode, uh, the doctor is out until Monday. Dr. Tarchi will return on Monday. That's right. But I'm sure, who knows? He's dealing with a lot right now. He's dude. I'll tell you what, LA County, he's, they need all doctors on deck. <laughs> They're even calling in Dr. Tarchi for that <laughs> one. Um, we're going to have hopefully some positive updates, maybe some game previews. We'll do some game previews. Yeah, well, it's we, time. We are definitely going to have a Love Mary quarantine. Yes. We hope everyone is staying safe. We hope everyone at the protest drink some water, take some hand sanitizer. We stand with you. Black Lives Matter. Stay safe, everybody. You can find us, you know, check us out on iTunes. I don't really feel like promoting it right now. <laughs> um, if you're listening, we appreciate you. We really appreciate you. Uh, I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Update. Thanks.